to Whiskey, Wine, and Parenting. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And after the day we've had... We need a drink. So this is the inaugural episode of Whiskey, Wine, and Parenting. And I'm a little nervous. (laughs) I am a little nervous as well. Like I just told Paige, I can turn on a camera and talk to it. I don't know why it's so intimidating to talk to a microphone. I don't know, but it is, at least for now. So I have a thing. I have something that I have to address because it bothers me. It's panty sniffing. What? (laughs) So our daughter has a bit of a infection, we think, downstairs, maybe something going on. And the doctor has told us that we can't wash our underwear with any sort of laundry, uh, not detergent, but... uh, Fabric softener. Any sort of fabric softener. And when I'm doing laundry, occasionally I get a pair of her underwear that goes in the regular laundry by accident. So in order to determine if it's been washed in fabric softener or not, I have to smell it. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it's something I have to do, but there's something very disturbing about realizing that I'm sniffing my daughter's panties. That is kind of disturbing. You might want to elaborate a little bit about the age of our daughter, though. <laughs> our daughter is two and a half. Um, our son is two and a half, too. We have twins. Uh, and it's not... I, like, it's just a thing that makes me feel like a huge creeper when I smell That's good. I don't know why you're smelling them, though. Because I want to make sure. So if they've accidentally, when I do laundry, Mm -hmm. if they've accidentally gone through the washer, Mm -hmm. I smell them and then I realize that they have fabric softener. And then I take them and I put them with the rest of the underwear that's going to get the non-fabric softener so it gets washed out. I would just assume that it had fabric softener if it was going through the regular loads. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) It's just in general, when I find a pair of panties now, I have to smell them. Yeah, that statement sounds a little creepy. You're welcome for that. (laughs) Yay! So, Paige. Yes, Nick. Why did we start this podcast? Oh, on the spot. (laughs) I think it just goes back to when we used to pre-kids days, back in the day. The patio. The patio, when mm. we pretty much almost every night, we'd sit out back and talk and have a drink. Yeah. It was kind of fun. And then we had kids. And we don't do that anymore. It's kind of hard to sit out back in the patio. It's kind of hard to sit anywhere for the length of time that we would. And not fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. So we figured as long as we were going to have these little chats again, we would record them for everybody else. Aren't you excited? I am excited. I am too, a little bit. So we should probably tell them. We have two and a half year old twins. A boy and a girl. Ozzy and Tavi, or Octavia. Oz and Octavia, I guess. Um, We call them Ozzy and Tavi. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) Should we tell them the, 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 other, the other secret? 
Ooh, it's a big one. We're old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my my wife was considered a geriatric pregnancy. Only midway through. <laughs> Apparently from 35 to 39, you're just of advanced maternal age. But when you turn that magic 40, it's a geriatric pregnancy. Geriatric pregnancy. Doesn't that make you feel old? And it was twins. So we were told all sorts of horrible, horrible things would happen that didn't. No, the pregnancy went okay. Uh, we were told that Paige would be on bed rest after 20 weeks. And uh, she held on to him until pretty much due date. Mm-hmm. I mean, we scheduled the due date out and that's when they had him. That's when they had him. That's when she had him. <laughs> we were told that they would be preemies, that they were high risk of a million other things that go along with being geriatric pregnant. But none of that happened. They came out just when they were supposed to, with all their fingers and toes. <laughs> and crazy as ever. Yes. We were told that they would be small. They have been in the 90th percentile for everything ever since. Uh, well, I take that back. I think Tavi's dropped down to like 75% for weight or something. They, we were told they would be developmentally delayed. Might be. As far as we can tell, they're on par for their age, if not a little advanced. And that's not just parents bragging. We, uh, we track that shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. We were told they would spend some time in the NICU. They didn't spend any time in the NICU. I guess Ozzy technically, well, I guess he was in the NICU. He got his little, he, he got his little, his little pee-pee chopped. And yeah, he was gone well, for a little bit. He was gone for a couple of hours. And they he do that to almost all the baby boys. I know, but. They were also gone every night for blood tests for a couple hours. That's true. Mm-hmm. And Ozzy spent a little time in a tanning bed because he was a little jaundiced. Both of them spent a little time in a tanning bed. The, oh, no, he's the only one that kept pulling his. Yeah, his, he spent longer, he spent longer in a tanning bed. But those two. Lights as bright as the sun were on either side of my bed for a couple nights. Ah, yes. So the joys of parenthood. <laughs> so, Mama, yeah. what you drinking? <laughs> I'm going with my favorite, red wine. I'm a big fan of the red, of the red blend. And being the classy gal that I am, I like that like $10 range. Of wine, so we're having a little 19 Crimes red blend tonight. 19 Crimes, I like me some, some classy, classy woman wine right there. Mm-hmm. How about you? So me being the classy guy that I am, I'm drinking a little Bullet Bourbon, which is my go-to bourbon, and it's just a thing. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's my go-to. It's, it's my happy place. Uh, it means you drink that a lot. it does it does it it does Paige thank you (laughs) thank you thank you for pointing that out or we just drink a lot in general I don't know so should we tell them the odd reason on why we drink whiskey and wine sure (laughs) (laughs) so we used to be beer peeps actually a long time ago we used to be Red Bull and vodka peeps but that was when we were very very young and could handle staying up all night. Yes, and watching the sunrise. 
And then uh, Paige found out that she is ironborn <laughs> and has a kind of rare blood disorder disease. What do you call it? Yeah. Uh, called hemo- disease. Called hemochromatosis. <laughs> that uh, your body produces too much iron. Absorbs too much iron. Absorbs too much iron. And what has a lot of iron in it? Booze. Apparently, yes. Who knew? Beer helps with your, you know, has iron. Hmm. White wine even a little bit. But the, I guess in doing the research, one of the least iron-filled, iron-happy drinks is red wine. I can't say I looked a lot at hard liquor, but I'm not a big hard liquor person. I like a little fruity mixed drink every once in a while, but I also don't like to put the effort into making a little fruity mixed drink. So if we're going for... Touche, touche. Going for something to drink on the regular, red wine would be it. And luckily, I liked red wine anyway. Bonus, bonus. So then I found out that I have some weird food sensitivities... Um, which we haven't totally gotten ironed out yet, but one of the things that could have been an irritant to my gut was beer. So I stopped drinking beer, and that seemed to help. Uh, I also lost <laughs> about 30 pounds when I uh, stopped drinking beer. Uh, so whiskey is my thing. Actually, when I was doing the elimination diet, which don't even get me started on the damn thing, uh, one of the one things that was one of the one alcoholic things that was listed on there was whiskey. So I'm a whiskey guy now. It is it is interesting how the the beer calorie thing adds up to, especially because we liked we like good beers. Yeah, the nice no, heavy double no Miller Lite over and, here. Mm-hmm. We liked some craft beer that had the high alcohol, high calorie, but was so so yummy. When I was at the uh, the con last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had they had some craft beers which were really good and I haven't had a craft beer in a while and they didn't have any they didn't have any other booze they only had beer and wine so I did have a couple of craft beers and my uh, my stomach is is still mad at me for it uh, but they naturally ran out of all the crafty stuff and so then like everybody was drinking like Budweiser Coors Light and uh, whatever the other one is. Uh, Miller Lite. Mm. And uh, I gotta say, I had me a, a, a Bud Light or two. A Bud Wiser. No, Bud Heavy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tastes like water. Bud Light was so like the good stuff in college. Oh, see. You had the levels, man. Natty Light. Natty Light, Natty Light bottles if you mm. had a little cash. And then you had Natty Light Ice, which tasted like shit, but it was a Nasty. higher alcohol content. <laughs> yes, true. And then when you just had no money and you didn't care about the piss water you were oh, drinking, don't say it. you got some paps. Oh, oh, paps. And then the hipsters like got hold of that stuff, man. What and now you, now you can be all fancy drinking the, the stuff they couldn't give away at mm. the under 21 bars. Do you remember the bar that we were in in Phoenix, the after bar bar? I can't remember the name of it. That uh, it was all fancy and chic and one of the things on the menu was mad dog i do remember that bar because it was like six or seven bucks for a glass of mad dog and i think josh and i both bought a glass paid the six dollars because we were like we just have to drink mad dog wasn't that the bar that was fancy inside but had like the couches outside on the patio 
Yes. I have mm. no idea what the name of that place was. I don't either. We went there many times, though. <laughs> yes. Yes. A very long time ago, though. So I read a thing. A thing? What'd you read? I read a thing on the internet. Okay. Elaborate. <laughs> have you ever heard of the book, Bringing Up Baby? Not, so not baby. B-E-B-E. No, I have not. So it's about French parenting. Ooh. Miss we. Oui. <laughs> so I have not read the book, but I did read the article on the internet. Oh, well, that's got everything you need to know right it there. It does. And basically what it says, it breaks it down to two main things. One, don't let the kids be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. And two, talk to them like they're adults. Which initially sounds fantastic. And I was like, ooh, tell me more. Mm -hmm. So I kind of read on. And as I was reading, I got, I got the, I got the, the dad feels. <laughs> Aww. In the sense that I feel like it's my job to make sure that our kids believe in things like magic for as long as possible. I agree. Well, so that kind of dampers the whole talking them to them like an adult. I mean, you can in some regards. Yes. But I like I like the dumb conversations <laughs> and I like the silly voices. Yeah. So I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not down with with necessarily talking to them like their adults are like an adult because yes, yeah, she want the fantasy and the fun. I don't think they should be baby talked and made up words. No. But I, okay. using real words and I know it's not Give the same thing. Give me some made up words. Come on. They're hilarious. Come on. Penguin. I think Tavi's been able to say penguin the whole time. I just call it penguin. <laughs> they are cute. They're cuter out of uh, her mouth. But I do think, of course, you're right. I think sometimes they intentionally just mispronounce a word and stick with it just to fuck with us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they do it intentionally. I like, I just, I think, I think it's kind of like trying to wrap their head around it. No, I think I, some of it's intentional. Really? Yeah. Right. Get a rise out of us. See what happens. But see, I don't get upset when they do. It. I don't either, actually. Like it's. I don't not, even correct like, them that often. But then if you try to correct them, they're like, no. Right, but I don't like. That's the only reason I don't think they do it intentionally because I don't. I don't see this whole like it's. It's not like oh hey it's a rhinoceros and they're like rah, 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 and you're like oh no you know it's just like no, no it's a rhinoceros. No, but they're diabolical little creatures. They are diabolical little creatures. I will give you that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I still think, I, like, I will talk to them like adults in adult situations. Okay, that sounds bad. But in, <laughs> in grown-up situations, I guess, you know, like, don't walk out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I get you. But, you know, when we're playing around, we got to play around. Well, of course. I, won't, I think that they need fantasy. They need fun and pretend and to be kids because childhood is short yeah and then you don't get to they're almost three shh <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't really have anything else. That was that was my 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 thing. I'm like, I was reading this article. I mm. was all into it. I thought it was very cool sounding, and then I started like thinking about how I would apply that in my own life, and I hated it. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't necessarily care about the militant thing or you know what they've learned if they can read and write by the time they're four or math like i just want them to have fun i want them to play i wish they'd play outside more well it's been the weather lately no i just even when we go outside it's like they don't often play they come sit next to me yeah yeah and i don't know if that's an age thing like as they get a little older then they'll want to play more maybe i just need to get up and try to make them okay. interact more. A lot of times, like when we come home after school and they go outside, they're all over the place. Oh, that's good. But I don't know if that's been, I don't know if this has been at school all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just the, the weekends. I don't know. Or it seems like they want guidance, but then they get bored. I do find it interesting that, you know, Ozzy loves balls. So we got, got on that T-ball. <laughs> Sorry. Ozzy loves to throw balls. Right. Okay. We get on that little T ball thing. And he gives zero shits about it. I know. But, but Tavi loves it. But Tavi loves it. She can she can take that bat and knock it off knock the ball off the tee well, so really far. Here's and, why. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Ozzy figured that shit out in like five minutes. Like he sat down, like, well, he didn't sit down, but uh, like I, I put the ball up on the tee. He knocked it off there. It kind of like f- fell off to the side. I put it up there again. I said, okay, hit it. And we did it about three or four times. And then he hit like five that went across the yard. And then he was like, and then he was done. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Hmm. That makes sense. I thought I sent you videos. Uh-uh. Anyway, yeah. The tee loves just hitting that ball. She can pretty good. She can knock that across the yard. She can't walk across the yard, but she can hit a ball across the yard. Okay, seriously, they need to know that our daughter can like fall down standing up. I mean, she's standing still, standing up. No, true. <laughs> she doesn't have to. Uh, she doesn't have to be in motion to fall down. That is true. <laughs> her poor little shins are all covered in bruises in her arms and bruises, and a perma bruise on her forehead. Hey. That's because she's counter height. <laughs> yeah, but she had the bruise before she was counter height. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> lately the corner of the counter that you're leaning on right there is her nemesis. <laughs> Does Ozzy yell at it when she runs into it? No. I miss that. What? Oh, him. Whenever, whenever <laughs> she would run into an inanimate object and he would go yell at the object because it hurt his sister. <laughs> so we were driving home the other day. <laughs> and Ozzy likes to see the bulldozers. And mm-hmm. I said, the bulldozers are coming up in a second, buddy. And then traffic stopped. And Ozzy started yelling at the car in front of us. <laughs> Go away, car. Go away. Because he wants to see the bulldozers. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like when I try to give them their proper names since they're not all bulldozers. Really? Because like, I've been like, that's an excavator. And he's like, excavator. See, when I did it, he's like, no, bulldozer. <laughs> I was like, that's a bobcat. Although, so yesterday we were driving and somebody pulled up on the other side of us uh, with like a, with like a little bobcat, like a white bobcat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, it's, or actually I said, Hey, look buddy, it's a bobcat. And he's like, it's a bulldozer. And so now he wants to know whether bull, like 
it was it was on a trailer like they were driving someplace mm-hmm. and, he, and so when we pull up to that spot now he's like where's the bulldozer well it's funny when we went and pulled behind the mcdonald's parking lot to go watch all the construction in like the bayou you mm-hmm. hey it's fun afternoon get an ice cream cone in the drive-thru go sit on the grass and watch the bulldozers just make sure it's not fat free ice cream oh no Ozzy don't play that he wants the real thing. But anyway, they were there was someone, um, some workers there that were like, when I went to park, they were like, oh, no, don't park there. We're getting ready to load up. And they had this white little bobcat thing that they were loading up. And Ozzy got real excited watching them load it onto the trailer. Because oh. that was like right next to us. Nice. And then he threw on his sunglasses, turned around with his ice cream cone. And watch the bulldozers. Did you hear the theme song for CSI Miami play in the background? No, but that would have been fantastic. <laughs> so what should we talk about next? The chocolate conspiracy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, there is a conspiracy theory that Hershey's has some sort of monopoly or embargo on chocolate in the U.S. And if you ask anybody from Europe or other countries, they will say chocolate is much better there. Is it because it's not milk chocolate? Probably. Milk chocolate kind of sucks. Milk chocolate absolutely sucks. Yes, I agree. I know Hershey's... Isn't that like Hershey's formula? It is, although they do have the special dark. But considering that that was a candy bar that I've only seen in miniature form, and it's been around for decades, it's probably not even real dark chocolate. It probably just has more sugar in it. Probably. Special dark. Because like dark isn't dark like the more cows it is. Yeah, and it's more bitter, less sweet. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what makes it delicious. I know, I agree. So uh, my understanding is that, like, even I think Hershey's bought like Cadbury so they could control the chocolate. I guess yes, like hoard the chocolate, make chocolate the, monopoly, make the <laughs> chocolate less uh, chocolatey, make it more milky. I don't know. White <laughs> America kids, white America. <laughs> the whitening of chocolate. Um, I don't even like Cadbury eggs, so. Well, that's because they're full of sugar, too, but. But I didn't like them when I liked candy and sugar, you know, when I, when. It's because it's all sugar, though. I yeah. mean, that entire filling, they, they, they make no claim that it has anything but sugar in it. Well, of course. It is goo sugar. It is, and I just can't imagine eating it right now. Although I really could go for some chocolate, some nice dark chocolate. So by the way, it, where do we get this nice European chocolate? Okay, so I found out a thing, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> Apparently there's a box service, which Of course. Of course there's a box service, but like you can pretty much pick your country and I think for like 35 to 40 bucks they will send you like a bunch of like goodies mm-hmm. from that country. So it might not be all chocolate, but it'll be, you know, the bobs and doodads of the UK or whatever. 
and I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about it. And when they were naming off all the stuff in the UK, one of the guys from the UK was like, oh, oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> so it sounds legit. I don't know. I can't remember what the box was called because I'm a loser. And uh, uh, you don't you don't want a food box in Houston in the summer though, because <laughs> you just have a, a box of liquid goo. I know, and dump that shit on your porch at like noon, and you come home at five or six, and it's all congealed and melted together. Well, it depends on who's delivering it, because if the Amazon guy's delivering it, it's going to be on our neighbor's porch, and they're <laughs> going to take a picture of it. Well, but they'll, at least they'll send us a picture of it on our neighbor's porch. <laughs> Is it weird that we know what our neighbor's porches look like strictly because Amazon can't drop something off to the correct address? But hey, we have the handy pictures so we can go identify which which porch our our stuff was dropped off at it by matching help. the front door. It does help. Now, in all fairness, statistically, we do buy a lot of stuff from Amazon, so they deliver a lot of things. So throwing them on someone else's porch every once in a while isn't bad. Oh, no. I mean, I don't really mind that. And actually, I kind of appreciate the pictures. It's just funny. It's like, your shit was delivered. And I'm like, not to my house. <laughs> but it was delivered. <laughs> oh, at least most of the stuff from Amazon, I could see someone wanting to keep. So I think I figured out the, the dresses. The dresses... That I ordered for right. Tavi, the toddler dresses that the post office swears they delivered and kind of, when I was hinted. talking to someone, hinted at the house number or house box that it would have gone to. It was a holiday. Is it the dog poop guy? It is the dog poop guy. Are you kidding? Yes. Dude, I was totally I'm not joking. kidding. No, it is him. I was like, I know it's that house. And I see that house every once in a while. I'm like, I just should have gone and knocked on the door and be like, hey. You got something delivered that was mine. I know you have it. But it was the holidays. I didn't feel like doing it. But I was coming home the other day, and I saw the, the dog poop guy walking out of that house. He has no need for toddler girls' dresses. He has no need for dog, toddler dresses, but he also like won't acknowledge the fact that he, like his dog shit in other people's yards. And that everyone in the neighborhood talks about it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, he All right. So on another level, he won't even wave at me. I wave at that guy knowing that his dog takes a big steaming pile of shit in our yard. Okay, it's not a big steaming pile. Those are little rat dogs. Okay, it's a whatever. little tiny shit pile. But whatever. still, it's a, a pile of dog shit. rat turd pellet <laughs> pile. Is it a pile if it's pellets? Um, and I still wave at the guy, and the guy does not wave back, which means that he is an asshole in his own right. Mm -hmm. He knows he's an asshole, he accepts he's an asshole, and wants nothing to do with anybody that doesn't think he's an asshole. That's true. I so see him all the time. Your back. And I've never spoken to him, and it was just so funny because thanks to Next Door, like I knew who the dog shit guy was immediately, and... <laughs> And all these people have signs in their yards about don't poop at our yard and <laughs> and make comments about about the dog shit in their yard and who it must belong to. And it's like, I've never even met this guy. And within a couple months of moving into this neighborhood, I knew exactly who had the dogs that shit in people's yard and didn't clean them up. I just, how lazy are you? Your dogs shit like a pencil length, pencil width worth of shit Plus, you walk them a couple times a day we used to walk our mastiff around who took shits bigger than me and you know what sucked 
was having to clean this up, but we did. Yeah, you don't leave it in someone else's yard. I ain't right. That's so not right. So, it's late. It's 8.45. I've been up for 17 and a half hours. Touche. So this was fun. I uh, I had a good time. Me too. All right. Good deal. Maybe, just maybe, naughty girls need love too. No, maybe, just maybe, next time, we should do this on the patio. Ooh, I like that. I miss the patio. The patio is the patio and will always be the patio. Wow, that's deep. You like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took me about five minutes to think about that. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So, next time, uh, broadcasting from the patio with all of the electronics and whatnot out there. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. See you there. I will see you there. Mm-hmm. Good night. Night. Good night.